This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A programming note. Later today, 10 a.m. to noon, I will be filling in for Brian Kilmeade. So if you get a chance, get to your radio or online and turn on WABC. Uh, of course, for uh, Frank Morano and the morning show, but also at 10 a.m. Uh, this morning when I'm in for Brian Kill Me. I promise it will be fun. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So before I get to the actual meat and potatoes of uh, what I'm discussing. Uh, if you listen to this program, you know I have been advocating for a very long time to bring back stop and frisk. Stop and frisk is the only thing that's going to save New York City, the police practice. And so now there was a uh, 16-year-old boy shot along with a 12-year-old girl in the Bronx. And this happened uh, on the Reverend James Polite Boulevard, a, a boulevard I have been on near East 163rd Street in the Bronx. This happened about 30 minutes before we went on the air last night. The, the teenagers, the boy and the girl, they didn't know each other, but someone rolled up in the car and opened fire. I want you to listen to... One of the parents involved advocating to bring back stop and frisk. They got to bring back that frisk and y'all have to stop these kids. Like, check them. I don't care who they are. Check them. Talking about the the mayor should tell the police that he should bring back. Check them back. Check these kids. There shouldn't be no reason why kids got masked in the 90 degree weather. Stupid. So you're, you're, you you believe they should bring back stop and frisk? Yes. Is there anything else they should do to... They should do that. That should be the main thing. Okay. More and more and more African Americans and Latinos are coming around to the reality of what needs to be done. Stop and frisk. The element of surprise. The best police force in the country rolling on these suspects that have no idea they're coming. Identify yourself, pat them down, see if they have a gun. Because right now things are completely out of control. So let's get to the topics at hand this morning. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has blood on his hands. He has blood on his Hands. The team seen hitting the cop in that wild video was sprung without bail in a robbery case days earlier. Think about what I just said. Days earlier, the same kid that's wilding out, punching the police officer in the face. Uh, was arrested in a robbery case. They let him go on that one, too. So that's one of the stories that's on my mind. 
The other one is simply outrageous. And in these days when being close to other individuals and physical contact are a no-no, considering the rising number of COVID uh, cases, of COVID cases in the city, we are seeing, and the monkeypox cases, don't forget that, I want you to listen to what happened on the subway just recently. I'm L-R-E-E free. That means I ain't got to wear about no And I'm again. Y'all by hanging out the window with my wretched ass friends. I'm L-R-E-E free. That means I ain't got to wear about no so, so the music sounds cute. It sounds cute, right? It sounds fantastic, right? Music, music from the streets. That's the way it sounds, right? So do you know what that song was played for? On a, a J train or either an L train, I'm still trying to confirm which one it was, in the subway system. To that song, to that song, there were twerking girls in a subway car and a wild, booze-fueled pool party. Yes, I didn't have a drink. I said a pool party. You can't make this up. The women were dressed in scantily uh, uh, bikinis and thongs. And giving lap dances. And this was on the subway. This was on the subway. A JR train car en route back to Queens. And the video's online. If you don't believe me, take a look. But this is why. And I'm going back to Peter from Harlem when he called me that day. And, Dominic, did the uh, did the state senator in Rhode Island that was twerking, standing on her head, did she violate any law? And I said, Peter, I, I know that you're not trying to find a way to justify this state senator in a bikini basically showing us what God gave her, uh, very close to it, uh, standing on her head, twerking upside down. I know that you are not defending it. I'm tired of you attacking, and this station attacking black people. That's what Peter said. So now, this is what I was trying to warn of. This is what I was trying to say. This is what I was trying to say. Things are so dysfunctional. They're so all wrong. What what is going on in the world? They literally, and by the way, how did they get the water? They they had the slip and slides when you run and slide. They had that on the subway uh, in the car. How did they get the water for this pool party? They they apparently brought bottled water and poured it down uh, on the uh, floor and was sliding and twerking and lap dancing and doing shots. And Mr. Mayor, you've promised to clean the city up. And I believe in you. I think that you're the man to get the job done. But, and I know that you're you're, you're handicapped uh, to a degree from, for lack of a better term, for from Albany and the repeat offenders keep repeating. But at what point do we get serious about this about, because it seems like we're going from bad to worse in terms of dysfunction. Think about it again. One more time before I go to your calls. And then I'm going to let you hear what the mayor said about this young man with the uh, incident the young man that was uh, hitting the police officer. I mean, it's remarkable that this kid is on the street. So what message are you sending to this young man? You are telling him he's invincible, that he can do whatever he wants to do, that there are no consequences. In my day, if you did something to a police officer, you were put under the jail. Now, eh, 
you're out in 24 hours. No justice, no peace. Progressive politics. Cashless bail. Don't you feel sorry for them, Dominic? No, I don't. I don't. So now we're in a situation where we're in a situation where the music, you know, there it goes. There it goes. And I know you don't see, but I'm I'm like dancing right now in sarcasm. All right, Matt? I'm standing here dancing. I'm popping. And it was only a $2.75 cover charge to get into this party. Did you get an invite down? No. Me either. Um, and those beeps, you can imagine. We, we can't air. It was between the F word and the N word. That's the chorus of the song. And as they were twerking, the young ladies with their thongs on and their bikinis on, and dancing with each other and giving men lap dances and doing shots and running and sliding across the subway car, a pool party in the city of New York on the subway. The world we live in. Let's start with Colleen in Queens. Good morning, Colleen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. It's nice to hear your voice. Um, Thank you. You also know, you also know me as Callahan. And listen, what's going on there, this is just my perspective. You know, I studied gangs, and uh, when I worked at a major medical center, you know, in outpatient therapy in the city. But what I want to just cut to is I believe that this is like the gang and these women and, like, pimps flashing signs. I don't care what the name of the gang is. It's clearly a gang, obviously. And they're flashing their signs so brazenly and so. Wait, Colleen, are you, are you there? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just, I'm just trying to find the word. Okay. It's okay. dehumanizing. It's dehumanizing. It's giving credibility. It's like people are being jumped. This is how I see it. The people who are acting that way. Didn't all come up with that individually. It's like a, a public jumping into hell. It, Do you know it, what I'm saying, Colleen? And, it, it sure seems that way. It, it sure seems that way. I, mean, I can't help it. I can't. I'm so disturbed. Colleen, right? can 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 you imagine? And, help me out here. Uh, a, a, a bunch of women in a New York City subway car, and all they have on are thongs and basically their bras. Can you imagine that? I can now, and I see it on uh, in the Port Authority. I was just there a few times recently. Women, you know, with these guys, you know, half naked, right, and walking around and just waiting for a ride with these guys. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's just horrible for the kids. It's horrible for the city, and they're saying. They're giving the finger, and they're saying, we're here. And, of course, it wasn't just the women. There were people behind it. Right? Yes. Do you agree? Yes. And, and yeah. there, there were men doing shots, uh, men that were not part of this. Uh, the women came up to them, and they just tilted their head, heads back and gave them shots of uh, alcohol. And, I mean, it was just one big party. One big party, but Colleen, I thank you for the call. But the joke is on all of us. The joke is on all of us. Let's go to Jackie in Harlem. Good morning, Jackie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominique. Good morning. Is this my How friend Jackie Rowe Adams? This is, this is your friend Jackie Rowe Adams. Well, fantastic. I'm you, Dominique, I'm with you. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired, and it's unacceptable how these kids are disrespecting our police and our community and their selves. How dare them try fighting the police and out of jail? And it's all because of Andrew Cousins Stewart and Carl Hastings mm. up in Albany. Mm. They need to 
really, really, really be put out of office because you could see, actually see what's going on here, not only in Harlem, but in New York City and New York State. They have tied the police hand. The police are scared. The police are scared. And you're going to let these kids do this crime and come out of jail in 24 hours so they could do it again? Stop, question, and frisk need to be brought back. I'm calling a press conference Friday, Dominique. I haven't gotten the time yet, but I am calling a press conference because if we allow these kids to get away with fighting the police, and I heard other kids say, oh, we could take them. We could take them. Look how he beating the police. How did they? We will not be safe again ever. Well, so we have to talk about it. Let me we let me let me say it. this, Jackie. You are not just uh, a caller calling in. You're someone with enormous credibility within the community, and you're on the front line, and you're dealing with the issue of gun violence, and you've lost uh, two of your own sons in separate incidents. I believe one in Baltimore, one here in New York City. But I'm asking you as someone that I have enormous respect for. One, this incident on the train with the pool party and the women in thongs and bikinis and lap dances and shots. What the hell is going on? Well, what's going on, the community rises up for when the police do something. But they don't rise up and take back our kids and take back our community. And that's what's going on, the kids. And they're allowed to do anything because they feel there's not going to be any consequences. So we have a big problem here. Mm. One, we, we these kids are smoking weed at 10 years old. Because they said it's legal for for, for this uh, uh, marijuana or whatever they call it. And it's a drug thing. It's a drug thing. They're smoking. These kids are high. And they're just allowed to do anything. And if the cops say something to them, the families and the kids and, and their parents are going to react. And they know the police hands are tied. That's what's going on. They need to, if you do the crime, you need, if you do the crime, you need to do the time. They are not, it's no consequences. But we, this must stop. We must help the mayor. The mayor is trying. First you say, it's no police in the subway. Now we got police in the subway and what's happening? They're getting beat up. Now, now, who's coming out? Who's making a big issue of that? Who, unacceptable. So, but what's going on? It's a lot of drugs. It's a lot of you can't say because it's no jobs. It's jobs. It's jobs and it's programs. So we really have to get back to taking care and monitoring our kids. Where's the parents? Where's the parents, Dominique? Well, Jackie, we have to get back to parents. Jackie, you already know frankly, that I can't tell the truth about the parents because then it'll be said, it's not politically correct. Then it'll said, oh, it'll be said, oh, you're hating on your own community. But but nobody wants to be on. You know what's going on. I know you know what's going on oh, with I the parents. I could say it. I could say but, it. But, but politically, I... with the kids. Right. And and this is what happens when when a young lady, and it's not just a young lady that makes a baby, it's a male involved, but when a young lady has a kid at a very young age and is an, a grandmother, you know, not far after that. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say, Jackie. That's and so it's the truth. And so, I, you know, I want to tell the truth night after night. But, you know, it, 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 all of us radio talk show hosts have to be politically correct. And sometimes you just can't tell the truth because the truth hurts and nobody wants to hear the truth. Well, we really have to bring back, I think, and then you're talking about gun trafficking, all these guns, illegal guns coming into our community, getting in the hands of these babies, babies. And that's why we're killing each other, black on black crime. I'm not talking about Republicans and Democrats. I'm talking about saving lives. I'm talking about making a difference. I'm talking about we have to really let these kids know its consequences when they misbehave. When they do a crime like that and all the shooting and back on out in the street, 
It's the problem. It's sending the wrong message. But the legislation should be ashamed of themselves. They really need to be ashamed of themselves. And Andrew Cousin Stewart and Carl Hastings, shame on you. Shame on you. But as I said, Friday, I'm going to do a press conference on it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable for these kids to start fighting the police because if they do start keep disrespecting the police, we're not going to be safe. The kids think they could just hit them and it's no consequences. Jackie, Jackie, let let me do this. I don't know what your schedule is tomorrow, but I'm filling in from 10 a.m. to noon for Brian Kill Me. And uh, I want you to talk to the producer. They'll give you a calling number for tomorrow morning. I want you to be my guest if you're available at 10 a.m. If you're not available at 10 a.m., then 10.30 a.m., because we need more time. I have a lot of calls tonight, and so I have to move on. But we need more time. But I do have – can you appear uh, later on today at 10 a.m.? On via telephone? Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. so just hang on. I'm sorry, 10.30 would be better. 10.30 is better. Okay, so just hang on. They'll give you the number to call in directly to get through to me. 10.30 in the morning, you are confirmed as a guest. But I want to ask you this question before I let you go, and it's not politically correct. Because I came in tonight, and I thought my head was going to explode. I want you to explain this to me. And there's no other way to say this. What is going on in our community? You're African-American, a very proud woman. I'm African-American. With all of this dysfunction, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen in other communities, but right now it seems like we're doing a lot of it. What is going on, Jackie? Well, you know what? That's a great question because I think I'm still, every day I'm out there, trying to figure out why it's no caring, it's no communication, it's no parenting. And we just have to take back our kids in our community. And each one to have to teach one. It is so bad out there because they feel it's no consequences. Again, take it to the legislator. They feel that it's no policing. Uh, uh, like it should be, and they can't be stopped and frisked, and that's why they take guns. And they feel that if they do something wrong, they're not going to be chastised by anyone. There's no respect for the parents. We have lost respect. The kids have lost respect for their parents and grandparents because they're smoking weed with them. They're hanging with them. They're trying to be their friends. And this is where we got lost. Yes, we have a lot of programs, and we're trying. And I have to say, Mayor Adams is trying, and we're working with them, and we're going to continue. He can't do it alone. But, again, Albany has tied his hand, and the federal agency need to step in with all these guns given out by adults to 10-year-old kids. And that's what's going on in our community. Everybody got to step up and take ownership of these kids. They really do. And stop being scared. Well, stop being scared. Jackie, you are a voice of the community, and I am so glad that you called in this morning. I look forward to chatting with you again uh, at 1030 this morning where I have more time and we can lay this out because uh, the fact of the matter is, and thank you, Jackie, thank you very much. The fact of the matter is, When I try and be brutally honest about this, I get some pushback, not from many, but from a few of of don't don't tell our dirty little secret. But your dirty little secret is out there for everyone to see. Females are giving lap dances with thongs on and shots to go with it to people they don't even know on a subway train while they're having a pool party. Now, yes, maybe it's a stunt. Is it a stunt that was successful in terms of uh, social media hits? Yes. But what about the uh, destruction? What about the destruction? Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I just want to say God bless Jackie Adams. We need more people throughout all of the communities like her that tell it like it is and put other individuals like that man Peter in his place 
and let him know what the reality is. You see, all these problems could be resolved if there were more outspoken people like Jackie and like yourself in the communities, in the individual communities. She's a voice of reason. She's a smart lady. She's outspoken, and she tells it like it is. And this is what's needed throughout communities. Well, I agree with you a thousand percent, and I I look forward to hearing what she has to say uh, a bit later on today when I'm filling in for Brian Kilmeade from uh, 10 a.m. until noon here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I mean, Jacqueline, I I don't know which one is worse. I mean, the twerking on the subway car, pool party, or the six, I guess it's the 16-year-old with such defiance for the law. And we're going to let you folks, thank you for the telephone call. We're going to let you folks hear how Mayor Adams is using this 16-year-old to make a case for ending or or at least for changing uh, this bail reform system. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take telephone calls from Yonkers, the Bronx, Staten Island, Long Island, New Jersey. We will be right back, folks. Talk Radio 77. WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC discussing the 16-year-old that decides he can punch uh, wildly a police officer in the face repeatedly after he tried to apparently uh, uh, go past the turnstile at 125th and Lex after he was released days before on a robbery charge. And we're also talking about the twerking pool party on a New York City subway train car. Looked like you were at the strip club. That's what it looked like. Literally. And just by the way, folks, I'm not a fan of um, of uh, strip clubs. It's just, eh, it doesn't do anything for me. But they said, okay, if it doesn't do anything to you, we'll bring it to the subway. Literally, that is what happened. And so, I see all of your telephone calls. We are going to go to them in just a second. And coming up at the uh, top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, 1245, uh, the Chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter. I have an update on a story I have been following uh, for you. I want you to listen now to Mayor Adams, Mayor Adams, making a case using this 16-year-old for ending the bail reform, or certainly for changing it. July 20 of 2022, just a few days ago, he's arrested for robbery. Catch, release, repeat. Catch, release, repeat. This person was arrested for robbery a few days ago. Now he's back, decides he's not going to pay his fare, The transit officer communicated with him. He decided that he was not going to leave the system. The transit officer could have arrested him for not paying his fare. He didn't do that. Told him to leave the system. And response, we saw in the video what happened. Just a total disregard for public safety. Not only for public safety for that transit officer, but also for the person he robbed. This is what we are saying about what is happening in our criminal justice system. So, yes, we're saying, let's re-examine the bail laws in the area of violent offenders, violent offenders. 
robbery is a violent crime. So as soon as we catch them, the system releases them, and they repeat the action. <laughs> that is just, you know, that's when I say we're the laughing stock of the country, this is what I'm talking about. How do we keep our city safe when the other parts of the criminal justice system, they have abandoned our public safety apparatus? And so this 16-year-old was uh, released following his bust uh, uh, on uh, Wednesday of last week on allegations that he and three others jumped a 49-year-old man on a Midtown street, punching the victim and running off with his cell phone. So now think about this for a second. Imagine how hard he was punching that police officer based on the video. Now imagine the punch to a regular person. Think about that for a second. So this is why I say District Attorney Alvin Bragg yet once again has blood on his hands. Prosecutors with Bragg's office request, requested that this quote-unquote young man be released with intensive community monitoring at his arraignment, though they could have requested bail on the top robbery charge. And then a few days later on Saturday, the boy is arrested again for the subway incident in which he's caught on camera violently attacking a Manhattan cop after jumping the turnstile. And so he's he's released again without bail, case transferred to family court, where proceedings are hidden from public view. And under the state's Raise the Age law enacted in 2017, the majority of cases involving 16 and 17-year-olds are now diverted directly to family court, and at their request, a judge sent the teen to St. John's, a non-secure detention facility in Queens, where he will have a 6 p.m. curfew and be subject to monitoring as the case plays out. So in other words, the system's been caught, and now they're trying to do something. The young man caught on video, does he look like a young man to you? The way, and think about this, folks. What if the officer jerked back and pulled out his gun the way this young man was punching him in the face? And then the Peters of the world that call me up, ah, well, you know, they, they, he shot this innocent black boy. The boy wasn't doing anything wrong, and he shot him. That's the way the story would go. Folks, something has to give, and I say all of what I'm saying out of much love for the community. I don't want it to be this way. There's no need for it to be this way. Let's go to Danny in the Bronx. Good morning, Danny. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How you doing, Dominic? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. Okay. Uh, I'm a retired uh, Supreme Court Officer Criminal Division Sergeant. I retired five years ago. I'm uh, 70 years old. So the 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 way that I think to handle this uh, crime wave is if Zeldin wins and changes that bail reform law, indemnify the cops and and bring back stop and frisk to take the guns away from these criminals. Those three things. I'm going to give Adams a year. To you know, to get uh, these cops to enforce the law, and they will if they know they're arresting somebody or whatever, and they're going to go to jail. That's what I think, Dominic. Mm-hmm. Well, Danny, um, it's interesting what you're saying, and um, it's something has to give. There has to be a solution somewhere, Danny. I thank you for the uh, for the call. I'm looking at an email from a friend of the program, Sal, and you could reach me at Dominic Carter at WABCradio.com, and Sal says, uh, Dominic, Mayor Adams does not want a heavy-handed police, but how do you deal with violent, heavy-handed thugs and gangbangers like that 16-year-old who attacked the cop, unless you yourself are heavy-handed? Also, by refusing to revamp the no-cash-bail swag bag 
distribution law. Governor Hoku has demonstrated to me that she is a bigger threat to public safety. Curtis is right to call her crime wave Kathy Hoku. That's from our friend uh, Sal. Let's go to uh, Mitch in the Bronx. Good morning, Mitch. What's on your mind? Hello. Good morning, Dominic. Well, as far as this case with the child, child, excuse me, with the kid who assaulted the police officer, he's no child. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I mean, he, he obviously needs to be going to prison. He, that's a violent crime if I ever saw one. That's, that's, you know, the fact that he had been arrested for a robbery and then with gun possession, he was let out over and over again. That's got to change. The bail reform was something that was needed. It was necessary, but it wasn't supposed to apply and it should not apply to any violent crimes, even misdemeanors, because assault in the third degree is a misdemeanor. It's still a violent crime. So any violent crime and any crime involving firearms or knife possession should not be, you know, should you, you should have to stay in jail. You should not be able to make bail or you should be in jail until you're hearing because you're a danger to the public. The other thing that is on my mind is that I don't know what it's going to take to get the police department to put cops on the platforms and on the subway trains. I've spoken about this before, but the thing is that in the past few months, I've been in the subway, you know, usually on weekends, once or twice a week. So far, I haven't seen any cops on a train at all, at least not in uniform. I've seen police on a platform once at 23rd and Broadway, just one time. And, you know, that's a big problem because if you look at the news, uh, most of the violent crimes in the subway are either on the train or on a platform. And if the police are not there, you know, you're on your own. You, you, you're... You know, you're vulnerable. You have no way of getting help. So the chief of transit has three stars. He's a pretty big shot. I think if he wanted to, he could make an order to assign cops to ride the train or to be on a platform. So it seems to me that either the chief of transit, the chief of department, or the commissioner, one of them, just has an aversion to putting cops where they need to be. And that person needs to be overridden. Their superiors need to go over their head, countermand them, and put the police on the platforms and on the trains. And I don't mean to say that we don't need cops all the other places, you know, like the turnstiles, token booths, but they need to certainly have some presence in these areas because, you know, you, 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 if you're on the train between stations or between boroughs, there's no way to get out. You're, you're helpless. And if you're on the platform, who is going to help you? You're going to end up getting pushed in front of a train. So anyway, I don't want to take your time, but I, I really am upset by what I saw on the video and I really am frustrated by the fact that no matter how many calls I make, or how, the city is just not going to put them where they're needed. I don't know what the reason is, but something has to give because people are getting hurt all the time. Well, anyway, thank you for taking my call. And thank you, Mitch, for the call. Let's go from the Bronx to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, it's not safe for the cops. If it's not safe for the cops, you realize how bad it is for the regular people. This is this is total chaos here. You know, it's illegal to carry a weapon on the subway, like a knife in your pocket. You'd be crazy to ride the subway without having some kind of protection. The police have a gun. They have the baton, whatever else they have. It's not safe for the police. Police get jumped. They could be getting mugged, too. This is how they – listen, people who, who have children or kids who want to go to school in New York or people who have kids who want to come to New York for the weekend – as you love your kids, you got to tell them, stay out of New York. It's not safe for the police. It's not safe for the public. This is really bad. I worked with convicts. I was a site supervisor for ex-convicts. I had pimps, murderers working for me. It was like a work release program. But I was, believe it or not, I was friendly, got along with them good, even though I was strict and by the book. And I asked them, and they didn't have to lie to me. I asked them, the first time when you were a kid, the first crime you committed, if you went to jail or something, would that have deterred you from going on until the fourth or fifth arrest where you finally got put in prison? Most of them said yes. Of course. That would have scared them. Right. It's common sense. You see it. I see it. I don't know. Well, I guess the people in charge want this to happen. Well, you know, Jimmy, you, Jimmy, I, I, I thank you for the call. I, I'm sorry I have to move on because I have to take a break, and we have an awful lot of calls here tonight. It is now time for the 77 WABC clip of the day. And when we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and all of your telephone calls. Listen to Bernie and Sid in the morning, the number one rated news talk radio morning show in New York City. Weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Hear Bernie and Sid comment on how Eric Adams continues to invoke asylum seekers, a.k.a. illegal immigrants, that his party is responsible 
for letting into the country. Also, he has not dealt with COVID. He came along. COVID's been over for a long time. And uh, asylum seekers, very nice way of saying illegal immigrants that you and your party uh, allow into this country, and then you bitch afterwards. Right. Allow them in uh, and allow, uh, along with them, the the, the hordes, the, 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 the wave of, uh, of fentanyl that's coming in, killing tens of thousands of Americans that you conveniently ignore right here in the city as well. I told you the incidence of uh, opioid deaths among blacks has skyrocketed, skyrocketed. They're not addressing any of that. You're right. Asylum seekers looking to sanitize. Give me a break. W-A-B-C. UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions. And cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband. It was tough to see you're in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer. With Spencer's background in biochemistry. And our shared frustration when it came to UTIs, we were inspired to start Ucora. At Ucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. Feel like you've tried everything? We get it. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. Ready to join them? Go to Ucora.com today. Ucora.com. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. A story I have been following. The teen girls who said they, quote, hate white people are charged with hate crimes after bashing a woman on a Queens bus. Two teenage girls who allegedly bashed the uh, white woman in the head while stating they hate white people were slapped with hate crime charges on Tuesday. The girls ages 15 and 16, along with another girl who's still being sought, confronted the 57-year-old woman on the Q52 bus in Woodhaven on July 9th and apparently started an argument. The dispute turned violent when the girls whacked the woman in the head with a blunt object, and uh, one of them apparently said, I hate white people the way they talk. The victim recalled her attackers saying so. Two arrests have been made. The the police are looking for the third young lady in that case. Let's go to Pam in Brooklyn. Good morning, Pam. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I just wanted to say that this woman, is her name Jackie Adams? Yes, Jackie Rowe Adams. Okay. This woman is a very big asset to the black community. And we need people like her because instead of politicians, I hope people who are listening to her and who will listen to her uh, will speak up on uh, on behalf of, of crimes in the neighborhood. I, I am definitely going to tune in tomorrow morning to listen to her. And the other thing I wanted to say, Dominic, this guy, the, the 16-year-old in the subway. Yes. I keep when I when I watch that, I think about the little boy. Uh, the kids who were in diapers at three years old, kicking the policeman, cursing at the policeman. Yes. Is this how they 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 they're raised? And this is this why sixteen year olds are acting like this? I mean, that that was horrible. And if that's an example of how they're being taught at home, then God help us. Well, that's all I have to. Say. Well, well, Pam. Um... What I, I I'll, I'll say what I was about to say that you're making the assumption that they're being taught anything at all at home. That's that's how bad uh, and dire the situation is. Um, and 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 some of these um, these young these young people. But you're right. Um, you and I didn't look at it that way, Pam. I thank you for the call, but. And uh, in uh, Minneapolis, that that toddler that was that had on uh, uh, basically a, a you know little kid's underwear on basically a diaper, and he's kicking the police officers and cursing them out, and that's a little kid. And so fast forward, 
many years to perhaps a um, a dysfunctional um, public school education or whatever the case may be a few years later. And then the young man is 16 years old and uh, he feels he has a right to fight a police officer like he's in the uh, WWE. But again, what would have happened if that officer pulled back and pulled out his service revolver and used it? Let's go to uh, Leo on the Upper West Side. Good morning, Leo. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Can I have a short comment on Adams and then go to the subway? As long as it's quick, but go ahead because we... I we, mean, I go mean ahead. fast. Am I the only person in New York City who feels like Adams is perfectly comfortable to be a social flyer, running around, shaking hands with famous people, take masks off basketball players and be invited to all parties? but not doing anything. Why he endorsed Hochul? He has always the excuse, my hands are tied from Albany, and then he endorsed her. He's perfectly fine to say all the right things, but have the excuse, I cannot do more. I cannot do anything. That's my comment on Adam. Uh, about the subway, Dominic, I'm 60 years old. I have missing leg and screwing my pelvic. I would take the cup down too. We just making too many compromises on first sides of the police officers and ability to fight, and second to use even the equipment. Why he didn't use pepper spray? Why he didn't pull electric shocker? If there would be two, three teenagers like this guy, not just him and his girlfriend, this cop would get kicked in the face, kicked in the belly, and lose his weapon. And they would let him bleeding there and run away with his gun. Well, hey, but Leo, but you see, this is the point that I always make. This is not Hollywood where on cue the officer can go and let me pull back and pull out my mace and mace this young man. At that moment, he, and I'm not going to Monday morning quarterback that officer. At that moment, he's in the fight of his life. If I'm a cop, the the number one the number one assumption I'm going to make is I've got to make sure this kid doesn't grab my gun. That's that's what I'm considering, and so so he did uh, the best he could in a very tough situation. But the fact of the matter is that quote unquote young man, Leo, I thank you for the call, should have never ever been on the street. Period. Period. How about that? How about that? You want progressive politics? How about we go the other way? Because your way is not working. We are losing our city. We are losing our country. And frankly, the black community is being decimated in terms of the wilding and the crazy behavior of these young people. Now, are all young people doing it of color? Absolutely not. I venture to say most young people go to school. They're in college. They have jobs. They're doing things to better their family. But there is a certain part of the society I really can't say what I think should appropriately happen to deal with this situation. I'm going to bring in Frank Morano, and then I'm going to go to Patrice in Brooklyn. Uh, uh, apparently she has a comment about less fortunate children. But good morning to you, Frank Morano. Good morning, Dominic. And so how are you today, sir? I'm doing great. Wonderful. And so what do you have coming up this week? We morning? got an action-packed show as we do each and every One, we're going to give away uh, a couple of pairs of ferry tickets, ferry right. tickets throughout right. the show. Are you ready uh, to uh, play Saturday? You uh, um, good to go? I, I'm going to be out there with you, and um, 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 I, I have a dilemma, though. Oh, boy. I have a real Here dilemma. We go. And, Here and we before go. you talk, so, so we have tickets to go see Smokey Robinson, right? Ah, uh, Smokey Robinson. On uh, Saturday? Uh, up at the casino oh, in, 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 in Connecticut. Right. Oh, oh no, in, in Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. Oh, it's that's a three-hour drive from Staten Island. Oh, yeah. I know. So the game is at 4, <laughs> the concert's at 8. <laughs> so, uh, but I want to play. <laughs> but if I don't go to the concert. Now, but when are you going to shower and everything? You, it's going to yeah. be, this is going to be yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah. Well. All right. Well. <laughs> you, you might have. Did you buy these tickets after they scheduled the game so my, that you my didn't have daughter, to play? My daughter bought the tickets, and uh, 
You know family politics. Absolutely. All too well. All right. Well, so um, we have right. Dr. Sky coming up next oh, hour. Great. Guy with the best voice in radio. Guy that makes space interesting, even for people that don't know they're interested in space. And what we're going to do is whoever comes up with the best question about space or the stars or really anything that involves looking up, we're going to give away a pair of Ferry Hawk tickets to them if they call in uh, next hour. We're also going to give away a pair at the top of the hour as well. And then uh, that's it in terms of guests. We're going to talk with him. And then I have a lot of uh, interesting stories that people might not have heard about uh, because I try to find the stories that the rest of the media kind of ignores. And I have some funny stories that I think people are going to get a kick out of as well. So uh, we'll we'll have some fun. We'll hopefully stimulate the mind, get people thinking a little bit, and we'll talk baseball as well. You always stimulate the mind. So it's it's going to be a great show as always. I mentioned Patrice in Brooklyn. Let's go to Patrice. Patrice, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Thank you for taking the call, Dominic. Uh, and and hi, Dominic. Hi, Frank. Hi. On the issue of the uh, children, you know, fighting, unfortunately, I've worked with orphans, uh, children, newborns, infants, and baby boys uh, in, in the hospital. And some of them, I see, have been uh, poked and provoked, and uh, they have had to be strong and in, in some cases, unfortunately, defend themselves. So there's a lot to there's a lot of help that is needed in the uh, in the communities of color, you know. Well, I I I can mm -hmm. tell that you care about the young people, but I don't have much sympathy for the 16 year old. I really don't, to be honest Mm. with you. Well, no comment. But thank you, Dominic. Okay. well, thank you for what you do. And uh, if this young man needs thank you, Patrice, for the call, if this young man is one of the um, young men that Patrice uh, just referenced that he needs help, well, get it while you're locked up um, at a juvenile center or in jail. Get get the help there, and then maybe you'll come out and uh, be a better uh, citizen. Do you have any reaction? Uh, before? No, I have nothing to add. I, I second exactly everything that you just said. Okay, you select the next caller. All right, how about, uh, how about uh, Kevin in New Jersey? Kevin, go right ahead. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. We, we got about 20 seconds. Go ahead. 20 seconds. Listen, I just want to make a comment on what I saw. Um, you said it yourself. The officer was in the fight of his life. He should be commended. He was a warrior to the end. His uh, female partner, you know, she tried at the beginning. She lost out, and I guess she, she took care of what she had to do with the female uh, suspect. And, but the, the guy that shows up on the bicycle, the other officer, I mean, this officer could have been killed. He didn't even get in the fight, and that's what I got out of this whole thing little better training for some of these people but that also should be commended for staying in as long as he did that was very commendable kevin i i agree with you wholeheartedly um on everything that you said and that officer is to be commended uh, an excellent officer who did not pull his gun folks keep it right there frank morano's coming up i will be back in for brian kilmeade at 10 a.m